Watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye. The next thing that caught my eye real quick is just uh, Buddy walking on that roof of the house, right? Mm-hmm. Going to the car to fetch the morning paper. And well, there's a whole subplot, yeah, where he's stealing the newspaper. And the mom is like, what's going on? Why don't I, Why am I not getting my papers? She does not put two and two together at all. That did, did you guys realize the implications of that, by the way? Not until the end, but yeah, then I did. Until the end, and you sort yeah, of understand that, what it's all that about. That took me yeah. a while as well, and yeah. that was my oh shit moment. <laughs> that was your dropping the, dropping the coffee mug? <laughs> Well, my yep. initial thought was just how talented he is, right? It was like, this is a dog that's walking on a roof. Then he yeah. hops on the car. He fetches the morning paper. All right, whatever. He, like, buries it in the backyard, whatever. But, like, just the fact that his skill that he's able to climb the roof, hop onto a car. I mean, this is yeah. a very bright animal. Someone yeah. needs to hire the dog, get him a job. This is a very skilled uh, animal, you know, which we know about from from his work at the birthday parties. Someone should try to make some money off this animal. It's, it's an unfortunate, it's an unfortunate reality, <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah. So I, but, but, but Brendan, I was not thinking about what that newspaper situation could actually mean until the end of the film. Yeah. So. They turned a really fun little gag. Cause I, I didn't realize it when the mom found all of them. I was like, okay, this is still a joke. And right. it wasn't he the all end. It wasn't the very end of the movie, but at some point in between the mom finding the newspapers and the end of the movie, I realized, oh my God, this is the instrument of abuse. Yeah. And this dog this is hiding this traumatic thing. Yes. yes. Yeah, and what we sort of learn about Buddy... I mean, without, you know, revealing too much. But what we sort of learn about Buddy throughout the course of the film is that, like, he's a guardian angel, basically, that he is able to spot people abusing others and, like, call it out. Like, he is basically, like, he's a safeguard, you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he's a guardian angel, basically. He takes care of kids who are being abused in one way or the other. Uh, not that Josh is being abused or anything like that, but for instance, when he catches Coach Joe and Tommy, yeah, yeah, it's there's a lot. All right, let's talk about basketball practice here. Um, move on to the basketball practice. So, okay, Bill Cobbs. Um, initially, I thought, uh, wait, is is this actor that's playing the custodian, Bill Cobbs? Isn't was he in The Wire? How do I know this guy? I can't place his face. Looked at his IMDb. He wasn't in The Wire. He was in The Sopranos. I was like, well, do I know him from The Sopranos? But no, it's from another film. 
that's very near and dear to my heart and uh, you know almost as much uh, almost as important as The Wire I think we've all spoken about this film many times before it'll come as no surprise when I tell you it's from the movie Demolition Man that I know send a maniac to catch one Sandra Bullock, Sylvester Stallone, and Wesley Snipes. Does play a police officer, but not on the wire. Is that you, Spartan? No. Zach? Zach Lamb? <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I got older. My God. I remember when you were a snot-nosed rookie pilot. They finally grounded me. My goodness, uh, I could not believe that it was the same actor. So yeah, yeah, very cool to see him. And of course, that was not his only Snipes collaboration. He well, also plays Old Man in uh, in New Jack City. I can take care of you too, Old Man. You can't take care of me. You better take care of yourself because you're an ignorant bastard. You're committing genocide on your own people with your silk suits and fancy cars. Yeah, you better step off, Grandpa. Quite a, oh, wow. a uh, you know, consequential character. I don't want to give a, a give away any spoilers uh, if you haven't seen New Jack City, which Great you all movie. should. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he plays a pretty important little small part in that that film other sort of uh central moments beats anything that that jumped off the screen for you guys brendan anything that you noticed that you want to talk about okay so uh, the i think his name is tommy the kid with the egregious bowl cut who later is <laughs> the coach but I, I enjoyed his all of his lucky charms going nervous this always brought me good luck you should carry it tonight Any orange peel, Scotty Pippen dropped his orange peel at the Sonics game. I picked it up. I can't take this, Tom. It's okay. I got this out of Sean Kemp's trash. Yeah. Now, the movie, which were really just trash, discarded by famous NBA players such as yep. Scotty Pippen's orange peel. Um, Sean Kemp. Sean had, uh... Kemp's tra- just trash. Like an apple core, I think. Dennis Rodman's bubblegum, is that right? Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Those those are the three. I think we got yeah, it. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it made me worry for Tommy that he's collecting this stuff and uh it was clearly past its prime. Even, even as far as trash goes. Well, wait, I think we skipped over um the fact that um on, on Christmas morning uh it's revealed that um yeah. Josh's mom, because she yeah. is, you know, a, a loving and caring human being, um, decides to give him the gift of of the dog uh, for for Christmas. Buddy, Merry Christmas, Josh. Buddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Josh is freaking out. He doesn't know where Buddy is, and he is wearing a, n- a nice Christmas bow downstairs with his mom and sister by the tree. It's a very nice mm-hmm. moment. And by the way, in a house that is like Im- immaculate, like incredibly pulled together, like this mom, like is is a goddamn miracle worker. Um, like I don't know exactly like what the time frame is here, but probably it seems like only a matter of months, you know, between when they move in and and the holiday. Um, and the house is perfect, beautiful, 
you know, filled with presents, uh, immaculate Christmas tree. It's really, really breathtaking. They should really open a mother-son business, landscaping and interior design. I feel <laughs> yeah. like they have a true knack for this. <laughs> Agreed, yeah. And we should also uh, note that before this, um, the uh, the character of the custodian, Arthur, uh Josh kind of has a scene with him in the, you know, Josh is doing like the the laundry for the team Mm -hmm. and um, Josh like spots him and thinks like he knows that he's seen his basketball card before. And yeah, Josh has kind of been like ogling the guy the whole movie. Like he sees him kind of like skulking around in the background. He thinks he's like just like maybe like a maintenance guy at the school at first, but then he's like always in the gym. Yes. Um, and Josh is like, "What's the deal with this guy?" Um, and, and Arthur then, Arthur said says that guy's dead. He died a long time ago. And then we see Josh watching Arthur just completely ball out, going yeah. between the legs. The guy absolutely still has game. Training mm-hmm. threes. Yeah, I mean, he's very clearly like a pro level talent. You know, over the course of the movie, we'll we'll learn that Arthur like is going to play actually a central role. He's not just like a minor character here. Now I did have to look this up. I'm not as big of a basketball guy as you guys are. I did not know if this was based on a real New York Knicks player. Is it? Uh, it is not. It is, not. it is completely fictional. Yeah. 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 I was hoping it was uh, a real person. but So yeah, we move on to Christmas day. Josh gets the Christmas present that he always dreamed of, which is buddy. Buddy's going to be in his life, it seems like, for the foreseeable future. And we're all just kind of feeling good here. We're feeling good about the situation, about Josh. Um, Josh gets a private tryout uh, for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, it's, it's shortly after Christmas that he first discovers um, that that Buddy can successfully baskets. shoot a basketball. Yeah, Because yeah. Um, yeah. he's like... Oh yeah, he so yeah, that's right. So he gets the the private tryout and then he's like, you know, a little uh hesitant. He's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should try out. I'm not very, you know, whatever." Um and then he's like kind of sitting questioning what to do with Buddy, you know, behind his abandoned church. Um and Buddy's, you know, like nuzzling him to to play with the ball and Josh is like, "Fine, you can play." And he tosses the ball over his head. It bounces and then in slow motion we see Buddy you know, do his thing for the first time. And Josh can't believe it. Oh, yeah. Of can't course. believe it's, it's a goddamn miracle. Uh, also, because we mentioned the private tryouts, we soon after learned that uh, Arthur the maintenance man slash former Nick, uh, he was the one that put the flyer in Josh's locker. Right. Much to the chagrin of the coach, who was like, what is this water boy doing here? Yeah, this was a mistake. You weren't supposed to come to the tryout, but... uh, Right, you were just supposed to bring us water. Arthur Arthur sees promise in the young boy. You know, he he has a feeling about him. So, um, yeah, we mentioned... uh, So Josh, Josh winds up making the team. Right. Yeah. Josh turns out he's awesome at basketball. Yeah. Um, he was just hesitant because basketball, I guess, represents his dead father. It was a confidence issue. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it was basically just a confidence, not not a talent issue. It's a confidence issue. Kid can ball. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was a little in his head about it, but turns out, yeah, he's and, got moves. And one of Josh's teammates, like you mentioned, B, extends an olive, not an olive branch, but like... <laughs> an orange certain, peel. Yeah, an, an olive, peel. <laughs> an orange peel branch. Extends the an orange peel olive branch. from Scottie Pippen, yeah. which he said he retrieved from a Sonics game, and he went, you know, got some of Sean Kemp's trash and yeah, says, you know, hey, core. here, this is, this is for you. This is good luck. Which is pretty cool of him. Pretty given cool. The reception by the rest of the team, which is not bullying, not great. Yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah just straight up mean. Led by Larry. Yeah. Larry, we're gonna unpack Larry. So Buddy sneaks uh, into into school right for Josh's first game, and he wreaks absolute havoc at the game. And it suddenly feels like, guys, we are right back at that clown party all over oh, again. Yeah. Gatorade is spilled everywhere. People mm. are slipping and sliding. Yeah. We got two refs that bump into each other and fall down. The crowd loves it, though. Like, oh, my God. I have to admit, if I were at, if I had to be at a children's basketball game for some reason and that happened, I'd be like, this is this was not only the highlight of the game, this is the highlight of my week. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about this at school tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, it is by far the most entertaining thing that happens in that gymnasium. Um, yeah, I mean, Buddy's killing. Like, the crowd, it's like deaf comedy jam out there. Like, they are just, <laughs> they are falling all over themselves, laughing at this, yeah. at the slapstick. Um, yeah, Buddy, uh, or Josh yells, no, Buddy, no, and then holds the ball up. Um, and Buddy, of course, tips it in. Banks it or tips it up and banks it into the basket. At which point the crowd falls dead silent, and then there's like some scattered gasps, and then just eruption of applause. Just incredible, like they had all witnessed, you know, the second coming of Jesus Christ or something. Yeah, I mean it changes everything when he sinks that basket. We get the classic line. No, I swear I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own two eyes. <laughs> Ball playing dog, a regular Michael Wolf Jordan. <laughs> the line is a regular Michael Wolf Jordan. And there we go. I, <laughs> what does that mean? I, exactly. I, I wrote, "Where's the pun?" I, <laughs> I, I thought maybe Michael Jordan's middle name was like Wolf. Wolf I guess it's like or something Air, like that. It's, but. it's Air Jordan, but instead of Air Jordan, it's Wolf Jordan. No, it doesn't it's work. It's a stretch. Air it's a stretch. No, Air and Wolf work. have no relation. There's no connection the there. Is there? Principal Principal Peppers has to get some new lines here. I will say, guys, this is a very minor note, but I was really <laughs> delight. I am really delighted by the referee. Uh, oh yeah, character. yeah. The, the bald one. Yeah, the bald guy. He, yeah, he's great. He really. What is his accent exactly? He's he's got like a real like blue collar shtick to him. Yeah, I couldn't place it. He's yeah, he's been in something. But um, he's great. Uh, a real just like stellar like comic performance. The ball bounces off his head. He falls down. You see, mm-hmm. there's a shot of of the the towel over his head. His mm-hmm. spectacles. He's adjusting his spectacles. He has I mean, just that fall off. That he really knows on. his place. You know, he, yeah. he's really playing the part here. I, I yeah. feel like the second theme in this movie after abuse is just this is highly unorthodox, but I'll allow it. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Rule, inter- the rule reinterpret- yeah. reinterpretation in of the rules. rules. Yeah. There's that, nothing that's... in the rules that says we can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So Mrs. Fram drags Buddy off the court and everyone gives him a round of applause. And, and it's, it's an absolute win, right? It's an absolute win. And um, Buddy comes over and greets Josh after the game. He's there with his mom. Um, and then uh, Mrs. Pepper... Uh, who uh, a lot to unpack there. Mrs. Mm. Pepper leads She's over. The yep. Uh, Mrs. Pepper leads over a group of students who are from what is it like the the school paper the, or something? The Booster Club. The Booster Club, right? Who want to yeah. do a story about Buddy? What is, is that? Yeah, Club? but the woman, the, Mrs. Pepper, like introduces this girl, this like classmate of yeah. Josh's as the Booster Club president. But it's also like weirdly, it kind of feels like it's oh, like, like, an yeah. arranged, yeah. like an arranged, like an arranged marriage. Like, trying to, hey, she, Mrs. Pepper, Pepper's <laughs> trying to basically like set them what up. Going on like a faucet, Melissa. This is Mrs. Fram and her talented son Josh. Hi, hi. I'm the president of the Booster Club, and I wondered if maybe uh, you and Buddy, Buddy, could do that trick at the next halftime show. Wouldn't he be a great mascot? It would be great for school spirit. <laughs> yeah. Camp them out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you have this like golden goose dog now. Um, I have this this <laughs> you know young female student who I now want to set you up with so that this right. little, like arrangement can work. Uh, and by the way, we're gonna use your 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 dog is now possession of the school, and we're gonna use your dog as halftime show entertainment. Um, Right. Yeah, she's really an opportunist. She sees she sees her meal ticket, and yeah. she will give Josh whatever he wants to keep this dog around. Yeah, sort of like um, another uh, human in in Buddy's life before her. Well, as this moment is unfolding, Buddy leads Pepper and the gang up the stairs of the school to the second floor, and we catch the coach, Ooh. Joe. Abusing his son, whose name Wait, I'm is still. Is that his son? I thought I would... that was his mm. Tommy. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's his son. I think it's, it's not just... his son. Okay, it's not his son. I think it's yeah. his Tommy, the the player with the orange peel. Well, he's abusing yes. one of one of one of the students, one of the student yeah. athletes, one whose yeah, whose who's name yeah. I'm still a little unclear about whether it's Tom or Stuart. I heard. Yeah. I initially heard him say. You're never going to drop another ball again, Stuart. You're never going to drop another ball again, Stuart. But then very later, later in the scene, he very clearly calls him Tommy hmm. or Tom. What's going on here? Just running Tom through a little drill. Maybe Stuart is his last I, name. I was also confused by this, Chris. Because yeah. It, like, it, the majority of the movie, he is called Tom or Tommy. Right. But in that scene, I did hear him yell, Stuart. And when Stuart? I read trivia about the movie, they referred to him as Stuart. So really? it's either two kids with bowl cuts that look exactly alike or Where they mixed up they the continuity. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they might've changed the name at some point and did mm. not fix that. Well, either way, it's just a very painful moment to watch. Um, it's horrifying. It's like the way it's shot too. It's this dark gymnasium. Yeah. With like the a lighting. Spotlight. Yeah. It's very like surreal and harrowing and like really like stuck. Like I, like if there's one scene in the movie that I can't get out of my head, it's this one. The coach is just standing. It's just the two of them alone in an empty gym in the darkness. And the coach is just hurling basketballs at this kid over and over and over again as the kid just cowers and tries to cover his body. Um, 
and and kind of like yeah. you'll you'll learn to catch this, you know. You'll, yeah. yeah, it is absolutely harrowing. It's horrifying. very, it's very sad. The kid I, is in te- the kid is in tears, and when he looks up at the end of the scene, we see that he has a bloody nose. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, yeah. I actually Fucking did awful. not uh, make this association until like just now talking to you. But I think one of the reasons why this is so upsetting to me to watch fictionalized is because I witnessed this very sort of scene unfold playing little league as a kid. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. Yeah. We're like, the, you can put the pieces together, but the coaches, uh, the coach's son was at bat and the dad was pitching and he, yeah, it was, it was just bad. It was, it, it was, yeah. It, and, and the coach was like removed and it, it was just, Oh my God. Yeah. It was terrible, but it's like, it hits way too close for to home. Even if you've never had a situation like that, actually in your real life where you're like, yeah, this is just very scary to watch. And you, we all know these <clears throat> parents as kids, unfortunately that like take things way too seriously where it's like, you want, you want it more than the kid. And this was the moment where it went from a lot of implied abuse in the movie to actual, actual on screen abuse. And I, I was very surprised this was in a kid's movie. Uh, Yeah. It was like a pretty graphic, like depiction um, that didn't need to be like that extreme. I feel like (laughs) I, I am glad at least the situation is rectified immediately they yes. don't like you know yeah mm-hmm. no pepper does around it Pe- pepper pepper like sort of waffle about her decision she fires him. yeah yeah although that's not immediately clear because the first she's she opens the door to the to the gym and said and you know they the um principal and josh and josh's mom and buddy are there and and mrs pepper says that'll be enough joe that'll be enough and at first i was like that's all you're going to tell him? And then it's not until the next scene. Yeah, you're not, um, you're not kept in suspense very long, it, though. That's it true. I'm worried about that, too. It does. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when now that you say that, Ben, Pep, based on Pepper's reaction, it does sort of, like, make you wonder, has she seen this with, with right. Joe before? I thought that's... Right, like, this is the last straw. It's like, like okay, yeah. now, 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 now other parents have also seen this. The subtext, now I have no choice but to fire you. The subtext is sort of like, we've talked about this, Joe. You know, yeah. like, you were supposed to get this under control. Yeah, I can't imagine this is right. Like the, Again, the way, too fucking, dark. way yeah. too fucking yeah, dark. Way too fucking dark. We should not be talking about this <laughs> air bud. <laughs> <laughs> not okay. Not okay. So, <sighs> so Joe is fired. Joe loses yeah, his yeah. job. Pepper does the right thing. Mercifully, they do, in fact, replace him. Yeah. And um, basically, there's a search. Uh, there, there's a search for a new head coach. Pepper has... Larry's dad, who Pepper is... Pepper has a couple of leads. Larry's dad is in the mix. situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Josh t- touches base with Mrs. Pepper, Where you know, where things are at. And he throws... In, I, I love this. He throws a candidate... In, into into consideration, Miss Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found a basketball coach yet? Hmm. Larry's father volunteered, just until we find a new uh, PE teacher. Okay. Hmm. Um. Would it be weird if I made a suggestion? Arthur, the the custodian, the janitor character should be should get a crack 
Afternoon. Uh, let's get started. And sure enough, he's hired. Yeah. Uh, and rightfully so, because he played in the NBA. Uh, do, you he think Pepper, the game? do you think Pepper knows that? Hmm. Was, was that made clear? Did Josh make this case? I do or not. Or it's just like the maintenance man should do it. That's a great ask, B. Yeah, tough to say. I don't think there were a lot of candidates for the job. I think she was kind of. It seems. It seems didn't, like didn't she, say, she didn't. She say something like, "Oh, just until we find a new PE coach, we just need like a fill-in." Like he was like an yeah. interim coach. Yeah, right. It seems yeah. like B. <laughs> this guy is not abusive. Good enough to my knowledge. Exactly. Good like any warm-blooded male who's not convicted of like sex crimes or something will right. be fine. Yeah. It seems like um, Arthur seemed pretty not embarrassed, but like. You know, he really had divorced himself from his past. So I don't know that he yeah. would have shared that information about being in the NBA with anyone. I don't he think seemed, so. It seemed like he was yeah, very it was much like a to deep, put it was like a dark secret yeah, behind him which as a ball player. I do wonder about that we never really delved into that. But uh Yeah. Right. This, maybe that's say, covered in Airbud wide receiver. I think it's just kind of implied that like our golden receiver, I'm sorry. When he was a player, he was uh, like very cocky and sort of self centered because it he when he's imparting wisdom to his yeah. players it's all about like you know not caring um so much about yourself and right. loving the game and blah 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 um but yeah, the, the uh, i mean i gotta say like one, like one sort of um uh, maybe it's like um uh, it's not like made super overt in the movie but the fact that um uh uh this this character arthur is one of the very few you know people of color in the film and if he was a, an nba basketball player in the 1950s like I imagine that experience was not uh super yeah, yeah probably wasn't great super easy <laughs> for him. Well, we'll we'll move on. We'll we'll touch more on Arthur throughout the course of the the movie, but we move sure. on here just for the sake of time. Um yeah. Buddy, we learn <laughs> Buddy is going to be the new team mascot. Uh this guy's he's, little sneakers. He's wearing high tops. Yeah. I love I do love his sneakers. Seem a little over the top, but hey. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I don't know thrilled how they... I don't know how thrilled he is about wearing shoes. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible that the dog didn't freak out just no. just because of those shoes that were wrapped on, around his feet. Right, but, uh, they were they were a fun little touch. YouTube videos of dogs and cats walking absolutely crazy if you put anything on their feet. So. Yeah, yeah I like mean, that. I have little snow boots that I put on Frank because, uh, like, I when I first got a dog and moved to New York City, you know, I knew about like the snow and like the salt that they put on the ground that it, like could, it's like very painful for dogs to sure. like walk on that salt. So I was like, Oh, maybe I'll put like, put like little dog shoes on him. And, uh, dogs do not love, do not love wearing shoes. Mm-mm. Uh, it turns out. So yeah, no, we have this like little bomb <clears throat> stuff that we put on the bottom of their paws that like kind of protects them from the salt. But yeah. Uh, buddy was not thrilled about wearing those high tops, I'm sure, but he, uh, you know, he's a, he, he was a trooper, this, this actor, um, and, uh, you know, he, he laced him up and he is the new team mascot cut to, um, Josh replacing Larry in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, coach explains to Josh, look, if you're out there just for yourself, you lose. Um, but Buddy, play like Buddy, he plays the game the right way, he plays for others, he isn't obsessed with his stats or, or the box scores, 
And Josh, he's just a dog. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what stats are. Josh misses this uh, game-winning shot, but it seems like he is sort of finding his footing with the team, right? Yeah. Although, real quick, let's back up a little bit to uh, the introduction of of Buddy as the as the team mascot. It's yep. it's halftime at the game, and it's in fact Miss um, Pepper. Is it Mrs. or Miss Miss Pepper? I'm not. I forgot. And Mrs. Pepper, I don't uh, know the if principal she's who announces um, Buddy as the new ba- mascot, and she comes right out and says the title of our movie. She says, Air Bud, to announce, um, you know, the, 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 the new mascot, which kind of struck me because she's, the movie's title is Air Bud, and it's not uh, Josh or the, co- you know, the good-hearted coach or Josh's mom or anyone that comes up with a name. It's this very, uh, you know, sort of self-serving, like enterprising principal character who comes up with this name as a, as a marketing gimmick within the movie itself. Like, like he is, you know, presented as like basically a, an attraction, uh, he's you know, a way to, he's a yeah, to sell, yeah. sell some tickets to the game. Um, you know, get the people excited, uh, for this otherwise very, you know, uh, uninspired basketball team. Um, and I just thought that was curious that it's the principal who's again, not a, a, a sort of, you know, uh, not entirely noble character, I would say. I mean, uh, again, she does the right thing of firing the abusive coach <laughs> uh, from earlier. Um, I mean, she's but, got a bottom line, too, Ben. that could be a you know, self-serving she's... interest as well. Like, uh, you know, yeah. this is going to hurt right. my we reputation. The fact that, the right, the school. It seemed like she was boxed into a corner there, had to, had to take action. Yeah. Um, but she's, she's very much... villain yeah. of this film. <laughs> she is. And she's the one that comes up with the name <laughs> She's Air like the Buddy. mayor in Jaws. Pepper it's, is the real villain here. <laughs> it's her. It's her all the way. Um, so, and then, and then the fact that... So, Buddy comes out. He's trotted out in front of the, the fans, the crowd. And at first, he's not playing along. No, he doesn't want to play that? ball. He doesn't... He does also, not want to be... there's no lights on. It is a, a really creepy... Oh, it's yeah. a, it's, they made it scary for a. It's a circus environment. This is exactly this, it's a this circus is the environment. Li- what do they have at circuses? They have clowns, right? Buddy is right back in front of those birthday party kids. He's he's I mean, feeling this that, is his that house newspaper of about to come down on his head, um, and the you know the children are all yelling and screaming, and he's just right back there with uh, with Snively. Um, and he's thinking, oh no, like, how did I get yeah. stuck in this situation again? And then he just gives in and he starts performing. That was actually, to me, a heartbreaking moment in the movie that the that he, gave. he just gave so, so quickly and so easily. Um, and he's like, well, I guess this is my lot in life. I, I'm just, I'm a, you know, I'm a performer. And, and, and it kind of backfires because who is watching on the TV but yes. Norm freaking oh, Snively. Oh, Snively. Yeah. 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 Um, Who, uh, yeah, very upsetting there. Um, uh, I remember on an old uh, Mr. Science Theater, they describe a character as looking like a makeupless clown as a diss. <laughs> and I have never seen someone who really fits the look of a makeupless clown, who truly is one in this movie, but yeah. you can just kind of tell this man is a clown, uh, mm-hmm, even, mm-hmm. even without the face paint. He just embodies it. It's like in his essence. Yeah, yeah it's he's true. A really he doesn't need the makeup. Pathetic-looking man. Yeah. 
Um, we also get a moment here with Larry's dad, um, who's an equally upsetting character. Um, he is outraged when Larry is taken out of the game. Larry! Oh. What? Why are you taking me out? Josh, go on in with Larry. What the hell do you think you're doing? Time, Ralph. Why are you taking my kid out? Because he's playing like a one-man team. This boy is the team. Maybe he is to a worked-up father. But to me, he's a player who's got a whole lot to learn. Now, I'll kindly ask you to take your seat, Mr. Willingham, and let me get back to coaching my team. Come on, Larry. We're leaving. Dad! Now! We didn't mention it earlier, but at one point, um, Larry's dad, you know, berates him. After Larry makes a basket in a previous game, uh, his dad screams at him from the stands because he didn't make a basket and draw a foul as well. Uh, Yeah, Um, I mean, there's a lot of toxic male energy. Yeah, right. Yeah, like the look on Larry's face every time his dad acts up is just really heartbreaking. Um, Yeah, you kind of see why he's the bully he is. Yeah, right, right. So he's, Larry is redeemed, uh, I would say, a little bit. Um, But uh, yeah, the dad is not happy with this new coach. I I was like, he's about to yell racial slur, isn't he? When he walks over to to the coach after. (laughs) Yeah, that was a very tense moment. Um, Somehow he's able to restrain himself. That would have taken uh, into PG-13 territory, (laughs) at least. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can, you can tell he's not happy with the situation. So the, the team, the team continues to have more and more success and, you know, there's kind of this montage of, of, of the team winning here. Then we have the Fernfield Gazette Timberwolves headed for state final showdown with the Spokane Warriors. Mm. Yeah. We know what happens here. So Norm, like you mentioned, B, uh, Norm happens to be watching this game, which is televised, uh, you know, on TV. The state finals here, and um, doesn't doesn't take it well. He Does goes not. to the Fram households and decides mm. he's got to get his cash cow back. Oh, sorry to disturb you. Name's Norm Snively. I believe you got my dog. Uh, what? My dog. You know, old, uh, old, uh, old blue. Okay, so Jackie and Norm are talking, and Norm is being, uh, a little, little aggressive. With oh, I would say he's being downright scary. creepy. He's yeah, being yeah. creepy. Like, let's he be real. He snuck onto he, their property. For he some. sneaks yeah, up he on. He sneaks up on Jackie Fram, who's in the yard tending to her garden. She's of course discovering the the newspapers that yes, she's been looking this for. Is when, right. Right. She's, mm-hmm. she's, so she's tending to her backyard. It's almost like she wills Norm to show up once the dark seeds. Oh, this man uncovered. Wow. <sighs> This like man, the newspapers. This is the energy. Like this is the energy of 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 a thief, of of a kidnapper, someone that just wanders onto your property yeah, and ki- into your backyard for sure. Yep. Kidnapper, yeah. right? And it, 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 frankly, Ben used this word before. It has like weird pedophile energy of just kind of like, hey, man, like kids are yeah. around here what are you why would you just walk into someone's backyard and like undo the gate right. and like you and he's can't... basically like i'm looking for your son because right. he knows it's his dog so it's just uh, yeah. bad bad vibes very bad energy yeah. immediately like not trustworthy like what where who are you like what why, why are you suddenly in my space yeah josh and buddy show up and in an unspoken look if i remember right between him and his mother he knows 
this exactly is, who yeah, this, this man the, is. This is the creep that wants your yeah. dog. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned this earlier in, in the episode, Brendan. Uh, uh, she's, you know, uh, Josh's mom is like, why are you here? And he's like, I'm here for my dog whose name is uh, old, old. And he just sort of like looks to the side and notices a blue can of paint, yeah. which is in, in the trash. And he's like, just, old blue. Just say what you see, Norm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, there's no way around it. Uh, Josh is just devastated here. No! Blue. Now you're coming home with Daddy. No! Uh, no, Josh! Stop, honey! Josh, there's nothing that we can do. We've got to pay for this. It's my dog! Please, sir, can we pay you? Look, lady, I just want my dog back, okay? He hates you! He hates you! Baby, it's okay. i tell you what, kid. On your next birthday, me and the dog, we'll come out. We'll do a show for you cheap. It's okay. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Josh! Uh, this clown, uh, Norm, is a truly fucked up, like, mean guy. He's very unpleasant at best. Yeah, yeah. And, um, this whole, this whole sequence here is just, is just devastating. Um, so Norm, Norm takes Buddy and, uh, Old Blue, whatever you want to call him, packs him into the bed of his pickup and Josh is just devastated. Josh lays out a bunch of those puddings that he's famous for on the basketball mm. court. Mm. <laughs> that was sad. It's just uh, so it's sad. Unclaimed that, pudding. Oh, uh, that pudding is left out there just to be, you know, slurped up insatiably by <laughs> by Buddy. But alas, it uh, it sits on un- untouched, which is uh, yeah one of the more poignant mov- moments in the in the whole movie for me. I was just dying to see the tongue diving into that. <laughs> Into that All right, then. soft, quivering, get a grip, man. Container of pudding. Get a grip. Um, okay, sorry. So, Josh, uh, you know, Josh is just devastated here, and um, he, he devises a, a plan. He, he devises a plan. So he he locates Norm's house. <clears throat> How um, does that work again? How does he? Yeah, find... he's just like wandering around and sees the clown truck. Right? Did did he have a? Was there anything more than that? I missed. It seemed like he was ready to go as soon as he saw that. I wonder if he was seeking it out or just happened to come across it. Yeah. It, it's neither here nor there, but whatever. He he comes across Norm Snively's house, who is uh, on some sort of phone interview uh, for a beer commercial. Oh, you and know what it is, guys? What? It's on on Norm's way out. He gives him his card. He's like, "Here, call me for a birthday." Oh, you know, yeah, y- yeah, you remember yeah. that? So, yeah. like, as oh, he's yeah. packing up, buddy, into the as a real the, backhanded, uh, yeah, offer. yeah, like, exactly. I'll give you. A you want to see read. the dog again? You can hire me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, hire us for a birthday party. He gives him a, it. Gives oh, him his business card. Jesus, what Norm, what a jerk. Yeah. So also not very smart. Because so, it leads, so Josh <laughs> locates it leads Josh right back. Josh here. locates Norm's house. Yeah, which is just. Look, <laughs> again, night, nightmare, just a squalid shack, just cut like, uh, and we're not shaming, disgusting. we're not shaming anyone here. This is just, it, it's a man that has chosen to sort of live in like muck and mud yeah. and, and, and more he's importantly, just surrendered all, all dignity, all, yeah. Yeah. More importantly, he's got Buddy chained up in the mud. That is, that is, yeah. that is Buddy's world now. He is chained up yeah. and he lives in the mud just right. like Norm does. And 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 we catch Norm here 
mid-conversation on the phone with what we presume is like a talent scout or a talent agent, and they are talking about uh, the possibility <laughs> of of a commercial payout where, uh, you know, mm. hey, would, would Buddy want to be in a beer commercial? Look, look, what do you think I am anyway? I, I'm, I, got, I got ethics. Just for curiosity's sake, though. Uh, what are we talking about for one of those beer commercials here? Would you shut up out there? What's that? Talking about how much? Whoa! That kind of blows ethics right out of the water, doesn't it? I mean, hey, he's just a dog. What does he know? But he's going to be the next Spuds McKenzie. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm and surprised that the person on the phone didn't suggest, oh, would Buddy like to be in a children's movie about a basketball playing dog? Right. <laughs> and when he hears what kind of money these beer commercials pay out, suddenly, you know, he's like, oh, we wouldn't do that. Buddy, you know, Buddy has ethics. It's not ethics. ethical. Yeah. yeah, it's unethical. When he hears what kind of money it will pay, suddenly ethics go out the window. Hmm. That kind of blows ethics out of the water. He's just a dog. What does he know? Asks Norm. Mm-hmm. And so they start talking dates. They're on the phone. They're start, They're talking dates. Norm is inquiring, mm-hmm. hey, maybe we can get that Oprah lady involved. I, you know, mm. We'd be happy to do Jay Leno. Norm's thinking really big here, right? He's lining up. Yeah, maybe we can get in touch with the Weinsteins. Right. See if we can't get a uh, movie deal <laughs> now, going here. He's also, lying. during this scene, he is screaming at Buddy while he's on the phone, not barely even trying to cover up the receiver. I wonder who these talent scouts are because they have to realize this man is truly a loose cannon. Uh, yeah. He, he's just screaming on the phone well, in the middle of the phone interview. But that's the thing is, right? Like, being in the entertainment industry, I, I think, like, casting people are used to stage parents. And that is effectively what Norm is, right? Like, he is a monster who is the guardian for the talent, right? Like he is the person that will bring talent to set and he gets to cash all the paychecks. And um, so, yeah, you're right, Brendan. I mean, I mean, it isn't there. The, the, the casting is probably thinking like, this guy is a monster. This is a classic stage parent here. Mm -hmm. And Norm is just lining up these appearances for his cash cow buddy. And, Josh is seeing all this on play and he sees Buddy lying in the mud. He's chained up in the mud and Josh decides that he's going to, he's going to spring him free. Mm. And so he sneaks into the yard here and he helps Buddy out, right? He, Buddy recognizes him instantly. Classic jailbreak. Yep. It's a classic jailbreak and uh, all hell ensues here. Norm realizes what's happening. Josh is springing Buddy over the fence. Buddy is barking away, barking away. And uh, and then Norm, it just becomes a chase scene, right? So Norm... The scene was so difficult to watch. The, the whole chain element, like, constantly, like... Yeah, I mean, I can't... Was it was not... Yeah, not, not, not fun. Not a fun viewing I mean, Norm experience. does get what's coming to him. I wrote down he not only falls in mud several times, but wet mud several times. <laughs> there is somehow a distinction there. It was really... Gross-looking mm-hmm. mud, and yeah. who knows what else if the dog is chained out there. Oh yeah. Good point. Um, 
So uh, th- this was really when we see a, a, bro- a truly broken man uh, in Norm Snively. He is yeah. uh, clearly drunk. Uh, I mean, those those beer cans could have been from another time, but as soon as he gets behind the wheel of that car to give chase, uh, he is wrecked. He is absolutely sloshed. He, yeah. He well, the, yeah. I mean, he lost. gets in the he car doesn't... and his clown door comes right off the pickup truck, right? Yeah. And he's just a disaster behind the wheel. He, he's it's got to just... drive, not reverse, so he smashes into something on his property. He's, he literally drives through He's picnics. destroying his own property. Yeah, right? several yeah. times. Yeah. He drives through a police barricade. Jesus fucking Christ, Norm, get help. This is a cry for help. The steering wheel comes the off st- the car. The steering wheel I mean, he's goes car- whiffing out the window. He's careening through a, a park full of people. Like it's yes. like Carmageddon oh, or yeah, like he, Grand Theft Auto. He he's domestic terrorism. Yeah, domestic terrorism, on, without a yeah, doubt. He does not care. He has yeah. no, no hope left. He's, yeah, nothing matters. So the clown car is completely coming apart as he's driving it. Uh, literally, the guts of the car like spill out underneath, and he drives the vehicle directly without the steering wheel anymore, so he has no control over it. He drives the vehicle directly into a lake, and it's unclear for a beat whether he's dead or alive, and then, what do you know, like the fucking rat he is, he surfaces above the water. He's with still the clown alive. Head. With that clown. the clown head floats. Yeah. In the Puget Sound. And meanwhile, Josh and Buddy, they have hopped on a small boat at this point, and it taxis them to the other <clears> side <throat> of the bay, which leads us, guys, to the Josh saying goodbye to Buddy sequence. Yeah, the go-on-get yep. go sequence. One last pudding for the road. I mean, it's just devastating here. This is... Uh, this devastating is... and oh so thick and yellow and creamy. Mmm, it's pudding time. Again, yum, yum, yum. I'll start us like I started the, the episode. We can begin here with the music. There's that, that flute and some stringed instruments. And immediately, guys, I'm just a mess. I'm an absolute mess. Mm. And Josh is, you know, it's clear what's happening here. He's buddy? he's brought, but he's rescued Buddy. He's brought him to this presumably safe, abandoned area, and he gives him, he just gives him the deal. He says, "Look, I found you. Someone else is gonna find you too. I love you, so I'm gonna set you free." And Josh gives Buddy some pudding one last time, one last pudding, like you said, Ben. Mm-hmm. And I am just thinking, and Buddy really gets into it this time. I mean, his snout is covered. <laughs> he knows covered. It might be his last. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna <laughs> make this make one. Ca- I'm gonna make it. this one count. Yep, I gotta take this one with me for the rest of my days. I am thinking, Jesus, I don't want to live. You know, I just, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to watch I, this movie anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't. Well, I don't want to like live in a world where these are the choices. <laughs> That we have to face. And he says, Josh, and I'm right there with him. He says, I wish I could go back to before I ever knew you could make a basket. Boy, that line hit. It really did. He would still have his dog if he wasn't so damn talented. Well, it's about opportunism, right? You know, because everyone, everyone has got, everyone has gotten something from Buddy here. Everyone's made a quick buck from Buddy. This movie's a yeah. takedown on capitalism, it really is. I mean, even the mom realizes, like, oh, Buddy represents like my my son's happiness, so I'm just going to use him for that. Sure. Like, yep. 
And, and all Josh all he gets is some dang pudding. <laughs> Josh, like all of us, is a fucking mess at this point. <laughs> and what a sick, cruel world this is. He is screaming at this point. Get, get out of here. I don't want you anymore. Yeah, and that's finally, right. he, he, the dog doesn't understand. You don't have to say you don't want him. Finally, yeah. when Buddy won't help. leave, Josh he's his his beloved basketball, which Buddy chases, and Josh runs away. He hops on the boat, and guys, I want to die at this point. I want to die. Uh, Buddy sees Josh in the boat jumps in the water after him is swimming after him and again like this is something i've had with my dog where i mean not like this the abandoned thing but i could tell you this summer uh we got like a little you know lake like cabin on the lake whatever we i went kayaking one morning frank my dog saw me jumped in the water after me swam after me into my kayak man and his best friend it's just the bond is is just it, it's inseparable it can't be broken and i yeah like i said i want to die at this point um josh has learned the hard lesson that life has handed down to him from his mom from his dying dad and that that life is just awful yeah life is awful and you i just can't i just th- thought to myself like th- this kid cannot handle another loss like how how yeah. is he gonna rebound from this This is, it was exactly what the mom was worried about really yeah exactly uh i also <laughs> wondered what was going through the fairy guy's mind <laughs> during the scene a kid who shows up uh, first of all a, a kid who was escaping from a drunk <laughs> lunatic yeah, the ferryboat driver saw the car, the, <laughs> saw the clown shit. car flying like, off the wharf. What do you need, like a ride at the other side of the bay or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you trying to escape a homicidal drunken clown? So, uh, so yeah, hop on. Yeah, yeah, hop on. No problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's forget about that. The kid and his dog go out. The kid comes back <clears throat> like five minutes later. Sans yeah. dog. In the tears. ferry operator can see the dog trying to catch up with them like this guy's gotta step in and do something i feel like mm. I, hey kid is that your fucking dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> listen he's just the ferry operator okay like yeah. it, for all i know it's not even a ferry <laughs> it looks more like a barge or something it, i don't i don't there's no other people on the he's on this boat dressed like he is out of a totally different movie as mm. well he's he's wearing like a duster he's, he's <laughs> This guy was cool. I would watch a movie just about this guy. Ugh. We cut back to the state finals. and um, Smash cut. Boy, oh boy. I don't know how I'm supposed to fe- get excited for this. Uh, half the team is chicken pox. Uh, yep. Newsflash, oh, guys. God, yeah, life, life is fucking awful. Uh, half the team when is chicken pox. When one boy gets the chicken pox, half the team is out. Yeah, so the roster is decimated. Pretty late. In life, chicken pox. I didn't realize that that... I, at first, I thought that was just, like, a metaphor that, that Coach, um, you know, was just trying to impart some, you know, some, some wisdom. Um, no. Like, as a... Uh, but apparently, that was literal. Um, no, it was very literal. Yeah, literal. Very shorthanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when, life gives, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. The roster's decimated. The mood is sullen. Buddy is gone. Mm-hmm. Also, and, who is on the opposing team? Yeah. Larry. Uh, 
freaking Larry. Remember what I said earlier about dad. Larry's dad? Uh, you know, yeah. f- for some strange reason, uh, not really enjoying the uh, the new direction that the team has taken. Uh, yeah, he moved his entire family, <laughs> family. to Spokane. <laughs> Just so that he could play for, uh, just so that his son could play for another team uh, that does not have a uh, a, a coach, uh, let's just say, like uh, his previous coach. Truly um, the decisions of a psychopath. A very extreme measure to take. Yeah. His entire, in convincing his entire family by moving to a new city. We're moving to Spokane. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be playing ball for the Warriors now, and that's yeah. that. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, Larry's father is is brutal, and mm. uh, you know we'll we'll get into the game here. But something I want to talk about with Larry's dad is the language here. Yeah, he says, "Way to go, boy! At a boy!" And immediately, I am triggered here as a dog owner. This is the language, you know. This is this is like my love language here with Frank. Uh, mm. It's all too familiar with me. This is the language I use with my dog, and I just hate it. I hate, I can't, like, unhear the the the, the calls. I, it's just, there's too much. There's too much overlap for me. It's uh, a demeaning way to interact with your son. Yes. Yeah. So you're saying you think that Larry's father treats his son like, a, like an animal? Yes. Absolutely, yes. The team is down on its luck. They're down by 10 at half. Yeah, they're getting spanked. They're getting spanked. And um, there's an injury. Yeah, yep. two Timberwolves hit their hit heads uh, going up for a rebound. Um, Not one good. of the one of the other teammates had had fouled out earlier. So oh, yeah. yeah, that kid seemed to generate a lot of fouls that one kid. Yeah, yeah, he played a little sloppy. Um, they said he had so like they are down 5 or something. Yeah. They're they're suddenly down to only four players. Yeah, so they're down Which to four have, players, exactly. Yeah. Four healthy bodies. Who shows up but um but Buddy, right? member of the team. He practices with the team. He travels with the team. You check in your rule book. But you won't find anything in there that says a dog can't play. He's right. Ain't no rule that the dog can't play basketball. This is a joke. Dogs don't play basketball. What's the matter, gentlemen? Afraid your team might get beat by a dog? Put him in! <laughs> you know, there's that line, ain't no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. I love it. Yeah. I wish the, more the dang, had this. <laughs> the dang dog is checking in. The coach says the dog is a registered member of the team. Check the rule book. Sure enough, the ref, uh, you know, he is his... very sure of himself in this, too. I, I wondered about this, where it's like, Arthur Cheney, did Arthur, you... 
Arthur excels yeah. here. I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. talk. Uh, he, he, in, he knows in, in, the in, rule book in and out. He knows mm-hmm. Arthur. Nothing we'll about talk dogs in an in extended there. way. Really here. winning his case on a technicality. Here. Yeah. So so Buddy puts on the jersey K nine, and I'll be honest with you guys. I'm welling up in part here because like we don't deserve this. And when I say we, <laughs> I really mean. <laughs> Um, humanity, humanity. The, uh, all of us, as told through the story of Josh, like we do not deserve Buddy taking us back. We mm. abandoned him. We left him for dead. We abused him. We abused him. We exploited him for we, commercial gain. We gave him a fucking cup of pudding, and he keeps coming back. Mm. And um, we don't deserve that kind of unconditional love, but we we get it. But he He's a dog. That. So, anyways, Buddy suits up, and obviously he is incredible. Um, yeah, the he ball, turns the game around. It's it, the score is fifty six seventy two with six minutes and twenty five seconds left in the fourth period when Buddy checks in. Um, yeah, first play the uh, 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 that he's in there, he steals and, and assists it uh, up ahead to Josh for a basket. I, I do and, like uh, that. There is the resistance. You know, they're arguing you, a dog can't play basketball. This is you're making a mockery of the sport, and then it's basically like, what? You're afraid you're going to get beat by a dog, mm. and Larry's dad and their, uh, I yeah, the coach, right? There's the coach who is not Larry's dad, right? Uh, the coach of uh, of of the. It was a very funny Spokane. character. I wish that guy got a little more screen time, just because mm. they're all really, just like Wall Street exactly really basically. flipping out about nobody covering the dog. But yeah, uh, they're they're both like, "We'll put him in," almost in unison, and right, it's, mm. it's great. It it was a double dog dare, really. Yeah, true. you asked for it. <laughs> so Buddy comes in, and he's obviously, you know, Magic Johnson. You Dominant. Know, yeah, he's, both ends of the floor, just controlling the game. He's a wizard, entirely. an absolute yeah. wizard, a savant. Um, the ball is uh, absolutely covered in drool to everyone's delight. Let it go, buddy. Come on, bring it up. Bring it up. Give me the ball. Give, give me the ball. <laughs> yeah, the the ref has a great moment where he tries to like pick up the ball, and then suddenly he's just completely covered this is in drool. Slimy. He's yeah, got, uh, he's got a drool rag. And I'll say oh, yeah. here, the coach's uh, reactions, Arthur Cheney's reactions here, are incredible. Specifically, uh, when Buddy is shooting foul shots, Arthur is celebratory, and I am here for those celebrations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, nice to watch. It's very, very redeeming. Exciting. It feels good. Um, you know, Larry gets kicked in the balls. Oh, um, yeah. Well, he commits a dog foul too. Larry yeah, commits first, a foul on yeah. Buddy, which I first was Larry like, comes over yeah. and fucking body checks the dog. Yeah, like full on right. slams this this dog. Um, and and then right, Larry. I mean, uh, Buddy gets, Buddy gets, gets little revenge on him, right in the nards, crushing him in the penis. <laughs> and, then, and then his father, Larry's dad, as his son like doubles over and falls over in real pain in front of him. Father, completely expressionless, just has no reaction whatsoever to his child. Yeah, you're dead yeah. to me if a dog yeah. hits you in the nuts. Apparently, yeah, he's just like, oh, my stupid. Fucking pathetic, worthless son. I moved to Sp- I moved the entire family to Spokane for this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Josh hits the game winner. Um, 
and uh, hits the buzzer beater. It's the fairy tale ending that we all hoped for. Uh, and who do you know but Norm? Norm shows up, and uh, mm. well, it, I, I wanted to bring up that we do get some redemption for Larry where from Larry. Jo- yeah, jo- he uh, Josh has finally earned Larry's respect. Yep, even though he still calls him Waterboy, he does yep. admit Larry it was yeah. some yep. good shooting. Larry congratulates the Waterboy. Waterboy, nice shot. Yep, yeah, and a little backhanded, but I'll take it. Yeah, for Larry, a sign of respect. That's yeah, we'll, huge. Yeah. That is we'll huge. Larry. Huge step for Larry. That is huge. <laughs> so Norm shows up, and we guys are headed to court. Take my dog back now. I just want to go with you. What's the problem? There's no problem, Miss Fram. Your son's had his little fun now. I think it's time you give me back what's rightfully mine. You know what, Mister Snively? I believe my son is right. That dog doesn't like you. So the answer is no. <laughs> you don't have any choice, lady. I got papers. I'll see you in court. I'll see you in court. Oh, love that line. Love that whenever that's in any movie. Did not expect this to be the closing ten minutes of this movie. And so yeah, we, I really thought we were going to wrap things up here. Usually, like, no. uh, the end of the game, uh, everyone's happy at the end cut to credits no no we still have a, an yeah. entire like next chapter so we wind up in uh, another battle on the courts divorce uh, yeah, court yeah. custody court <laughs> whatever kind of court this is uh that's where we wind up we have a kooky judge oh yeah eric, eric christmas <laughs> character actor holy toledo what is that dog doing in the courthouse that's the uh, child sir oh, that's a pretty ugly kid <laughs> it's a dog what? The case is about custody of a dog. All right, I'll take it. But we have to do this seriously. I will not have my courtroom turned into some kind of a circus. In walks the clown. Oh, boy. Ooh, Immediate contempt of court. Right? Yep. I mean, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> this will be thrown out so quickly. And, yeah, the judge tells Norm, you look like an idiot, and uh, Norm explains that, you know, he, he came to court dressed as a clown because he thought it would help his case. Um, and Norm calls Josh a hooligan, which is unbelievable, obviously. Yeah, and Norm gives us this sob story about how all he wants is for his old blue to come back. And, and Josh finally me. calls him out. Hell's bells, Your Honor. All I want to do is get old blue back so it can be him and me together. Just like it always was. Why? So you can abuse him some more? That will be enough, young man. And finally, we have that word, right? We have we have a name for it. It's abuse. It's yeah. abuse what this dog has been going through. So the judge asks Josh for evidence of abuse, uh, and Josh can't cite anything directly. He doesn't have any hard evidence, but he knows what Buddy wants and needs. And it's not this fucking clown. Um, He needs uh, a loving home. The judge says that the dog is is property. And despite, you know, Josh's mom's sob story about how Buddy saved his life, unless they have some sort of... Yeah, mom really turns on the waterworks. She she, she goes the extra mile for her son. Judge doesn't want to hear it. He says, unless you have some sort of proof of adoption or, you know, ownership, the dog needs to go to his rightful owner. And then in walks who? Arthur Cheney. Your Honor, 
They say a dog is man's best friend. If that's the case, shouldn't the dog be able to choose who he wants to be friends with? Who are you, Barnum or Bailey? Arthur Cheney, Your Honor. Mr. Cheney, do you real... Arthur Cheney? New York Knicks, 56? <laughs> I was at that Celtics game where you did the turnaround jumper at the buzzer. I, I spilled beer all over my wife. <laughs> The judge, who apparently is like 90 years old, immediately recognizes him as New York Knicks, 1956. Mm-hmm. And he's starstruck. And then he, and then he tells a hilarious story about the time he spilled beer all over his wife yep. uh, at, a, at a Knicks game, which gets a huge laugh huge from laugh. everyone oh, in the courtroom. Hilarious. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a winning line. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he's completely starstruck. He's a huge Knicks fan. He was there for one of Cheney's big shots. And, um, you know. Cheney makes the case, hey, look, the dog is three, four years old. He's an adult. Let's let him decide. Let's let him be yep. with who he wants to be. So we move outside. And the scene uh, another, is still going. Another, uh, I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor. No, no. The, the judge just really going along with whatever here. And Buddy yeah. is left to choose who he wants to be with, whether it's Norm or Josh. And Norm is out there stroking that newspaper, slapping that uh, newspaper. Yeah, yeah. It's like, So Jesus. uncomfortable. And Buddy sort of wanders over towards Norm, and we're like, geez, is he really going to choose Norm after all this? And he absolutely shreds that newspaper, makes quick work of the newspaper, runs over to Josh, and we get that happy ending that we wanted. The judge is so relieved that the custody battle is over. Thank God it's over. The police apprehend Norm the Clown. The crowd on looking celebrates Josh's happy ending and roll credits. That's the end of the movie, guys. That's a wrap. Wow. Yeah. Surprisingly Uh, dark tale. Yeah. Um, Not a a fun watch. Um, No. That last scene I felt like just dragged on so long. Um... But, uh, you know, hey, in for a, what do they say? In for a nickel, in for a, in for for a penny, penny, in for a pound. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was a real kangaroo court. Um, (laughs) I did like that the judge said, holy Toledo, what is that dog doing in the courthouse when he first sees Air Bud? Not Mm -hmm. really. And the bailiff had to keep explaining what was going on because yeah was the judge like blind or just really I old that was unclear just so old yeah. yeah he needed a lot of assistance from mm. uh, from the bailiff he's ready to retire that judge is yeah. definitely ready this, to retire this may have been his, his final case Hopefully he was just had job. been through a lot and i think he yeah, was just yeah. kind of fed up with his work yeah yeah well, what did we learn, guys? Real quick, what did we learn? Um, basically, you know, hey, love, love your animals, right? Like, let's let's all be good to each other and and, mm-hmm. and our our companions, our, our you know animals, and uh, let's be good to each other. Mm. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Don't, don't exploit dogs. Yeah, yeah. To me, this is a this is a movie uh, about a dog that was abused and exploited by humans for crash, crass commercial purposes. Um, starring an actual dog that was in real life abused and exploited by humans for crass commercial purposes. So, um, congratulations to uh, to Robert Vince. Um, <laughs> you are in fact uh, Snively the Clown. Um, <laughs> wow! Happy and, Slappy uh, himself. 
Yeah, it is uh, slappy happy time, happy slappy time. Clown in a hell. Uh, to the tune of, uh, you know, some... Uh, $200 million, uh, you know, movie uh, franchise now. Um, wow. I mean, I can't even... Like, he's they're still cranking out... Um, I was reading an article um, just about the size of this, of this franchise now. Um, since Disney launched its first Air Buddies movie in 2006, the U.S. $220 million franchise has oh become... God the second most valuable direct-to-DVD empire in the U.S. behind Disney's uh, U.S. $300 million Tinkerbell franchise, according to movie analyst Nash Information Services. Um, and while the direct-to-video business made up 90% of ABE's, I guess ABE is uh, Airbud Entertainment, um, which is the, uh, you know, the, the, the company Chris, that was created. Chris's face on that was pretty good. Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they. Uh, we should also note the dog died. Yeah, right after let's this. Let's talk movie. about that and that the, the dog had cancer yeah. and Disney hid it from uh, the public um, until months after the movie's release, so that kids wouldn't be bummed out. Uh, dog died. This is the only movie that that dog made. So yeah, and the the dog got its start on, I believe, America's Funniest Home Videos. That was where people learned that Buddy was a talent. Later went on to Letterman's uh, stupid pet tricks. Uh, Kevin uh, DeChico. Is there a Kevin DeChico? DeChico? DeChico. Hi, Kevin. Nice to see you. Hey, this is a very handsome-looking animal. What kind of dog is it? That's a golden retriever. Golden retriever. And and kind of a brute. What's his name? His name's Bud. Bud? Good dog? Good dog. Hi, Bud. Nice temperament. How how old is uh, Bud? Bud's four. Four years old? Nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. Excellent doggy. Uh, And you guys are going to do what here? Bud's going to shoot baskets for the crowd yourself. Uh, Bud will shoot baskets. He will shoot baskets. All right, from the regulation hoop. Yes. All right, what what can we do? We just stand drum back. Drum roll. Okay, drum roll. And uh, hey, hey, Bud, if you're real good, there's some milk left over. Yeah. Here we go. Bud shooting baskets. All Come right. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here. Sit. The dog's in place. Oh. Come here. Okay. Higher, buddy. All right. Get him warmed up. Come here. Put him at the foul line. Higher, See what higher. he can do there. Then he was, I forget if we brought this up at the top, he was also Comet on Full House. The uh, Wait, he was Comet? He was the Full House dog, yep. You guys split, you're making me nervous. All right, I'm going to learn how to shoot basketballs, okay? If, if I have to stay here till midnight, I'm going to learn. Good, good. Okay. Come on, boys. Let's go. Come on. Come on. <sighs> Can't be worse than a dog. Please. Of course he was Comet. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw him do any tricks on of that show. Of course that's Comet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he had been in the biz for a while. Wow. Saget. All over that then. From America's Funniest Home Videos to Full oh, House. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that I is if a that's good how he made point. the transition. That is probably how he was considered for Full House. Well, that's probably Ooh. how he got, yeah, he got comment, but vis-a-vis Saget that. was like, you gotta see this guy. Saget's dog. like, I got a, I got a dog that, <laughs> <laughs> between the two of us, plays basketball. Yeah. Wait, and did ABC, like, Disney made the movie, right? Yeah, this was a Disney movie. So I gotta, yeah. I gotta a guess little... that Saget gets a finder's fee on that. 
Yeah. So when I made that, um, oh god, uh, earlier on I made that joke about uh, the Weinstein brothers. Um, so that's actually uh, based in in, uh, in reality. Uh, I'm reading from an E Online article here. <clears throat> At one point during filming in Vancouver, Vince's team, that's Robert Vince, who I guess like f- like first discovered the dog or somehow um, was like the dog's owner uh, or like manager. Uh, Vince's team, quote, ran out of money, he remembers, and we hadn't finished the movie. And so you can imagine we're in full panic. But Vince and his brother scored a meeting with Bob and Harvey Weinstein in New York. The Weinstein brothers, whose motion picture distribution and production company Miramax had just been acquired by Disney in 1993 struck a deal with Vince and his team so they were able to complete Air Bud. Holy shit. The movie was still made for under $4 million, and it went on to gross that amount alone in its opening weekend and make more than $27 million worldwide through its run. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people made a lot of money off this poor dog. Dark times. <laughs> Sorry to be a bummer. <laughs> I, no, I think that's been the overlying theme throughout this entire discussion. It's fitting. It's all fitting. movie was strangely yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's let's end it there. B, uh, <laughs> anything you want to plug or promote, where can people find you online on the internet? We can follow your work VJing, DJing, where? Sure. Uh, Smash TV Music on YouTube. You can check out Skinamax, Memorex, Megaplex, Gunslinger, all our good stuff on there. And uh, Sparkle Motion on Mixcloud. Got a bunch of DJ mixes up. Awesome. Um, Other than that, yeah, hopefully some exciting stuff down the pipeline, but that's it for now. All right, guys. This is a lot of fun, as always. Uh, So fun. (laughs) Very fun. We should do Air Bud 2 next, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Or should we just skip right to Air Buddies? Uh, B, we'll have you back before long for our next uh, rewatchables. And uh, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for listening to Swish FM and uh, Brendan and Ben. Till next time. Pleasure as always. So it's fun to do the pod. Likewise. Thanks, boys. You can listen to Swish FM. Swish FM.